deep and balanced virtues. If you feel that you would like to get a high-level overview of Aristotle's philosophy of life, I've posted a short guide over a daily philosophy. This is daily-philosophy.com, where you will also find a lot of other philosophy. And if you never want to miss a post, then you can also subscribe there to get the newsletter. Now, it is important for Aristotle that our virtues are not only something superficial, that we have one day and that's gone the next. Let's say we are looking at a criminal, a bank robber. He has just had a good day robbing banks and now he is out in the evening with his girl. They are having a good time, it's a nice summer night and at some point they see a beggar sitting at a street corner. The robber, because he feels so good and happy, and perhaps a little bit in order to impress his girlfriend, gives the beggar a hundred dollars. Now, is this a sign of virtue? Has the robber suddenly become a good man? No, Aristotle would say. Not every act of generosity is equally valuable. What the robber is doing has almost no value because the whole point of any virtue is that it should actually be a trait of one's character that is exercised consistently. If the robber is a robber for most of his life and only gives beggars money once a year, then this act of generosity has no bearing on the robber's character. He is not a better man because of it. And therefore, it won't do anything for the robber's eudaimonia, which is Aristotle's word for flourishing, for a truly happy life, and for the prospects of the robber of ever reaching a state of true happiness. Take another skill as an example, if one does not know how to play the piano and once accidentally puts his fingers on the keys and manages to press them in a sequence that happens to sound good. This won't make this person into a piano player. A piano player is not someone who once, by luck, manages to play a few notes that sound good. A piano player is someone who is practicing every day and whose ability to play the piano is consistent, has become part of who he is and is now rooted in his whole personality. This is what Aristotle means by a virtue being deep. It should be deeply rooted in the person and not only be an action that's random and out of character for that person. Another requirement is that virtues should be balanced. By this we mean that all virtues should exist within a person in some harmonious way. It does not mean that we should all have the same virtues. Given the different lives we have, the different experiences we have made in our youths, the different levels of education and experience, our virtues are bound to be different. Some of us will be more cautious than others, while others might be more honest, courageous or kind. Aristotle does not want us to be all the same. 
but we all must have some mixture of these virtues that in the end can benefit ourselves and those around us. If someone is only courageous but lacks kindness, then something is wrong and perhaps this might describe a thief or a murderer, right? Having, having too much courage and too little kindness. If someone is only kind but lacks courage, that's also not good. The point is that we should all have a balanced mixture of these virtues that is appropriate to our personality, to our past and to our present station in life. A policeman will have different virtues from a pilot, and a philosopher will again be different from a football player. But they all need to have the virtues in some balanced way in order to be capable to lead good and useful lives in their respective social roles. Notice how in English we talk of people being balanced or well-adjusted. This is a very Aristotelian thought. Well-adjustment means not only that the person is somehow balanced in themselves, but also that they are in a sort of harmony with their environment. The eudaimon person, the truly happy person for Aristotle, is someone who benefits others and themselves by constantly exercising and practicing their virtues. And this wouldn't lead to ultimate happiness if one was always at odds with one's surroundings. Of course, this also doesn't mean that one must always only be good and quiet, no matter what happens around oneself. A person living in a state like North Korea might perfectly justifiably be against their government or at odds with their surroundings. Perhaps we could even say that a virtuous person ought to reject such a state. But apart from such cases of the environment clashing with one's good virtues, we should generally strive to cooperate with those around us, since we can only together and in cooperation with those around us reach the maximum of our potential. At least this is what Aristotle believes. For the upcoming weekend, let us focus once more on developing our virtues. You have by now probably developed some understanding of your own virtues, those that are strong in you and those that you wish you had more of. Now, before the weekend begins, try to ask yourself, are my virtues strongly rooted in my character? Are they deep? Are they balanced well with other virtues? Do I have too much of one and too little of the other, so that, as a total, I feel out of balance? Then use the weekend to look for ways of balancing your virtues out. Choosing to do things that perhaps don't come naturally to you. If you are normally cautious, perhaps too cautious, try to do something that requires a bit of courage. If you feel that you might lack kindness, try perhaps doing some volunteer work in your community. If you normally don't read, ask a friend for a good book and try it out. 
If you feel like your artistic side isn't nourished enough, try to draw this scene out of your living room window on a piece of paper or your own face in the mirror. If you have a family, this can be a lot of fun. Children are passionate artists and you could spend hours together all painting side by side. Or try going out on a nature hike. Try to identify the plants you see or forage for food in the wild. If all else fails, just switch off the TV, put your phone in a drawer and talk to your family or be alone with your thoughts for an evening. The first step in realizing who we are is to escape the relentless chatter of the TV set or the internet. Think of something challenging and unusual for you, some new experience that will widen your own horizons and those of your family, and then just go for it. Thanks for listening. I'll be back next week with the next step in our experimenting with Aristotle. Stay tuned. If you found this interesting, please share it with your friends and don't forget to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. See you next time.